if you're a dude, like, just don't compliment a pretty girl for being pretty. Don't. Yeah, don't. No. The, the physical, like, aspect, just don't do it. It's There's I so also, many different ways to, especially in the gym, like, there's so many different ways you could be, like, you know, like, compliment their lift, like, yeah. say they're strong, be like, hey, yeah. like, so many different ways that aren't just about how they look, but more yeah. so how they're performing and, like, yeah. maybe mentally, like, there's so many other aspects to compliment someone. If she's pretty, she already knows that. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, the Gordon Podcast. I'm with Shelton Haley, and I am joined by my lovely guests, Sam Taylor and Taylor Olson, the host of One Thing About Us podcast. And we talk about a ton why they got canceled. Also, we talk about why football might be more important than girlfriends. We talk about what the fuck Delulu means. I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard about that, but the real stuff you guys are here for, we talk about haters and we talk about why people come after us and what they have or maybe don't have going on for themselves. We talk about some of their favorite Instagram posts of mine and we really do a deep dive on some cool manifestation. You guys are going to absolutely love this episode. So get ready. Make sure to follow the girls and check out their podcast. I'll see you inside. Sam Taylor, Taylor Olson, a very powerful social media duo based here in Austin, Texas. You've amassed a huge following in your Instagram presence, extremely engaging YouTube content. You bridge the gap between self-care, living a hot and healthy lifestyle, showcasing their weekends out in Austin, which I do disagree with some of their rankings, and much more. Their <laughs> podcast, which is just rebranded to One Thing About Us, is absolutely worthwhile entertainment yet. My favorite thing about you guys is your humility and the way that you elevate the energy in the room when you guys walk in. So Sam, Taylor, welcome to the Grow It Eye podcast. It's an honor to have you guys on. Thank you. That you. was so sweet. Thank I know. You. And honestly, that's like exactly how we want to be portrayed. So yeah. I love that. Yeah, I feel like, like you got it. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. So um, so I, I met you guys at the gym yeah. a while back. Yeah. I didn't really know y'all like were prominent on social media. We never really know. Like in the gym, we're all just characters. We're yeah, all just like exactly. yeah. avatars going about our business. Um, we all started following each other. And I was like, shit, like these girls have a dope following. Cool. Like a lot of attractive girls that are fit, like have a dope following. The more I've gotten to know you guys, the more I realize, like, wow, you guys have really built you've really built something super cool. Um, you guys have, for lack of better terminology, because personally, I love this, like a cult-like following. And like, that's a great thing. Yeah. I know there's like some people, and we'll talk about them later on, that like hate that notion of like a cult-like following. But like, I see you guys live the lifestyle. I've literally seen you out. Yes, we see each other out. <laughs> yeah, we see each other out. I see you guys like at the gym, like working hard, doing your thing. What if... There was a turning point moment for me with you guys. And I said it to one of you. I can't remember which one. Um, you guys show up to the gym. You record your whole thing. I see the effort you guys put in. Like to people think it's just like setting up a tripod. Yada, yada. There's a lot that goes into it. And there's a lot you're specking when you're like trying to find the right angle to record whatever you're doing from. And there was a time where. There was some women at the gym that were like casting a little bit of negativity. And I don't even know if you guys knew it because you guys are so in your lane. And I saw you guys just executing, operating, coming in, doing your thing, keeping the vibes high. And you didn't give a shit about them. Like you guys are winning. 
And the only people that are mad at you guys for winning are the people who are losing. So Sam, like, do you ever notice at the gym? No. 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 But that's like also like kind of my personality with everything outside the gym. Like I just like don't notice a lot of like negative shit that's like going on on the outside, especially the gym. Like I like when I'm recording, I feel like I'm doing it for a sole reason. Like there's a purpose why I'm recording. Like the content's going to go somewhere. So I just go in and out with it. Taylor, you ever you ever picked anything? I have anything? never noticed. And even if I do notice, I'm very aware some people film and are annoying as hell. Yeah. But if you ever actually had an interaction with me, I'm very, I don't care if you get in the video, like people will always say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, don't even worry about it. Like I'm the one inconveniencing you. Like, to- And then I think people judge from far and they're like, Look at her thinking she's all that filming. I'm like, you don't even know what I'm doing. You You Uh, don't even know what I'm doing. You were doing the Arsenal shoulder press maybe like last week or the week before. And it was like pretty early in the morning. I like walked in front of your camera. and I was like, oh, no. Like I'm supposed to like – I'm supposed to be – I do this too. I'm supposed to be on the lookout of this. Um, There's like this call-out culture. Have you guys seen this like call-out culture of like women at the gym setting up their tripods? Like – and then someone walks in front and they just make a scene. Have you seen those like on TikTok? Yeah. It's guaranteed virality. Yeah. It, it truly is. I think it's freaking outrageous that, like, we're the ones inconveniencing other people. Yeah. And, 100%. like, I, I want to, like, as you guys do, I want to make it, like, I want to, like, feel good and, like, comfortable at the gym. Um, I told some of the TM girls, we all went on a walk this morning, and I told them that you guys are coming on the podcast today. And it was Danielle, Noah, and um, uh, Cerna. They're like, dude, those girls are so nice. Like, those girls are so high energy. So, like, for the folks who are going to be tuning in, because this is going to be a hot trending topic on some certain subreddit forums. I can't wait. I can't wait. We were just saying before this, like, we're a little bit irrelevant on Reddit these days, and I would love to get people talking about me again. Let's get some clips. Let's get some nasty shit here. Please go a thousand percent. Please go off. The thing, too, is like, we've been doing this for like two and a half, three years now, and like, Throughout that time, I've gotten so much better at, like, not giving a fuck. Like, I used to be so censored back in the day. And when I was so censored, that's when shit would, like, not do well for me. And people would talk shit about me. Where it's now, it's like, I'm so uncensored. And no one has anything to say. Because they know I don't care. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I wish I started social media in the sense of, like, not giving a fuck. Yeah. At the same time, for my own mental health. But, like... So you guys it's, have only been doing it two and a half years? Yeah. Since, like, COVID, since lockdown. No we met toward yeah. the end of yeah. lockdown. How'd y'all meet? Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. We were like yeah. really promoting like the same type of stuff. Yeah. Um, we both came like, from like a background of like underweight, like disordered eating habits and like just really lost in that space. So we were promoting the same stuff of like healthy weight gain, like learning to eat, tracking your food in a healthy manner. And then all of our followers were like tagging us in like each other's stuff, being like, you guys would get along so well. We were posting the same content like and you guys it, hadn't seen each we other. had not we, followed each other well we followed each other after yeah. like people started tagging us yeah. but yeah it was like if you watched her story one day and mine you'd think these girls are the same they're posting the same exact okay. thing so then she came to florida from boston yeah and she said hey i'm gonna be like two hours away from you yeah i'd love to hop over to miami let's yeah. work out we spent the whole day together wow. like 9 a.m till like five, 10, yeah. no late. Yeah, it was late. late. Yeah, because I was yeah. driving back at night. And <laughs> we spent the whole day together. We had just figured it out. We were kind of talking like, hey, we can make money from this. Did you know that? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Because we had like 70K on Instagram. Yeah. And we were just doing it for fun. Yeah. Like, we'd get free product every now and then. And that was cool. But yeah. we were just having fun. And it was like, oh my God, we can 
We can make something cool. And the videos we posted together that day went. They went nuts. They went nuts. Nutty, like so crazy. Do, do you guys have any <laughs> nicknames that people call like the duo? Not really. Oh, we need to come up with that. I should have given that thought. I, I could have I come there's up with There's probably something. some bad ones. Yeah, there's bad ones. Eh, <laughs> meh. You know, it's, it's what's interesting about the bad. Um, I was having a conversation with Justin Lovato on the podcast episode previous to this one. Um, I'm not how I'm not sure bad really exists anymore because like all publicity kind of is good publicity. Dude, Even like the yes. bad stuff, that's still channeling people to you. And you know, it's funny. Um, this podcast got really big. Actually, I started the week of COVID, mm -hmm. like March 2020. Like that's when this thing started. And you know why it blew up? Because all the people trying to say it was bad drove so much traffic. And people were like, wait, like. This is legit. Like, I like what this guy's saying. Like, I vibe with this. The bad can be leveraged. And, like, in my sense, like, yo, I've kind of made a lot of money off the bad. Oh, as you <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. as you fucking should. I think there's a line, like, yeah, we, which, like, we might talk about because I know we might talk about the hate and the trolls yeah. where we did go th through a situation where, where bad was bad. Yeah. And it wasn't really leverageable as good. It. Tell me about it. I want to hear all Do about it. You don't even know? Our cancellation? We literally got canceled on the internet. I think I lost a total of like almost 200,000 followers. Yeah. My biggest, like bigger, all of our sponsors backed out on us, everything. I know nothing about this. Yes. Bro, we got tea for you well, then. <laughs> so that was a situation where the bad was not good. What happened? Give me, give, I want. It's a I want, really it's long, a long, long, long the, story. Like, if you want, want the, the whole episode to be about this, and like we can do I that. I want the dirty like, cliff notes. No, okay. Like Basically, to sum it up is like, we had we were in like the peak of like everything. Like podcast was doing amazing. We were in like the top fifteen ranking. Like we were on the rankings. Like we were. I remember we were at Zoo Culture, like sitting yeah. on the ground on the turf. Like, and we were looking at our episode went live, and we looked at the rankings. We were above like Logan Paul's podcast, like a bunch of podcasts, like high fucking up. And yeah. uh, we were like posting about it and stuff. And it was like right around that time where we were going into like the holiday season. Okay. And we started to realize so many people were making so many videos about us. One guy in particular, I think that was like when it started, right? The video about me? Yes. So I posted a video saying, I just thought it was funny. I still stand by this statement. Yeah. It was who's going to tell these men with 20K on Instagram that they're not celebrities? What's Very? Wrong with that? Exactly. Exactly. Everyone, or not everyone, this subculture of the internet thought I was saying that I was a celebrity. And I'm like, that's not what I said. So this guy made this whole video saying that all I do is shake ass on TikTok and just went at, at me like crazy, lived in his mom basement, total yeah. loser. Yeah. Video blew up, blew up when I'm telling By you, other losers that live in their mom's losers. basement that would never have a chance with a girl like you. A hundred percent. Okay, that's fair. So I'm getting like death threats. Like what? it was, this guy was DMing me and Sam physically threatening us that he was gonna come to our come, house, like hurt like, us, get police come on over. involved. I'll come hang out. Dude, I have Let's like, go. it was crazy. I have all the receipts still in my phone, like to this day. This was like two years ago and I still have all the receipts just cause I'm like, you never fucking know what could happen one day. Like I just want all the receipts just like on my phone, like saved in a file, like ready to go. Like, but then after that one incident, that's when people thought they had like the leverage to like, yeah. just like spill any tea that they think they have on us. And just like one after another, people were making videos about us and like just saying like, random ass shit like I had this one girl back home that 
I had hung out with maybe three or four times in my entire life. She lived in another state from me. We lived two and a half hours away. Yeah. And she made this whole video about how I wasn't a good friend for her. I never answered her messages. Like, she would reach out to me. I never liked her Instagrams, but I would be liking Taylor's Instagrams. And So? No, like, literally, like, so catty. And so this one girl's video that she made, like, allowed every other girl to make videos about us. And from there on out, like, the fitness industry just like really hated us and yeah. was just making really bad videos about us. And unfortunately, there was a time where there was a clip on our podcast yeah. that people took very wrong of something that I said. Yeah. And we were in actually in Houston at the time at Alpha Land when this happened. And we were out that night and I get like a DM of like something. And then later the next morning and I'm like, Taylor, like, what is this? Like, what are these people talking about? Yeah. And we deep dive and someone made a TikTok about it. And they took literally like a sentence of what I said and manipulated it into being something racist and just ran with it and started saying that I'm like this racist person that I'm with all these r like racist supplement companies and just like a bunch of crap, a bunch of bull crap. How, how's the company racist? Um, I don't know, like, I guess the owners or something said, like, I don't even know what was I don't know, but it was something we weren't even aware of. And of it's one, like, one it was of. something that if the company was a problem, all someone would have to do is be like, hey, do you know this company? Because we don't support shitty yeah. companies. Yeah. So like, we had no idea what they were talking about. Everyone just went with this notion that yep. we were these mean stuck up horrible people and the sad truth of the situation and people don't like when we say it and think we're being bitches it's we were doing so well mm. and no one likes to see that yeah they hate to. no see one that. likes to see other people do well when yeah when our thought that trip that kind of started this whole thing we were doing nothing but uplifting and connecting with other creators yeah yeah and nothing but and that to be completely honest like yes looking back on my shit like two years ago i was cringe yeah i learned 100%. from a lot of m mistakes of mine maybe some things that i would say on the internet but like Honestly, we didn't deserve any of the shit that we would get. And a lot of the girls that didn't, like, click with us right away would just, like, assume we were, like, these, like, shitty, horrible, like, girls that yeah. are social media. But, like, at the time, like, Taylor and I knew, like, the healthy lifestyle that we were trying to live and promote. And, like, there was just a lot of girls in that space that weren't living that and would mm -hmm. fake it on the internet mm -hmm. in the fitness industry. They'd say, oh, like, for instance, like, I eat, like... 200 carb today like full day of eating like this is what i do on daily eating and then like we're hanging out with them just for one day because we're yeah. on like a brand trip with them and they're like not eating yeah what's up with that it's i feel like there's like this weird glorification that happens in like so you're 25 you're 22 yeah. yes really in in this age range of like 26 and under of like women just like don't eat mm. no and i and understand then they like binge or like whatever like is that going on a hundred percent. Like I've personally been there. I've, yeah. I've done that. Like now, like we are both in a really good position, but yeah. we would never lie on social media for it. Like if I'm struggling, that's I think why we did so well is because we were so honest when we were struggling yeah. and we would be so upfront about it that that's why girls connected with us. Mm. Yeah. And it was shocking to be in these scenarios and see just people lying yeah. and Again, people took that as we were being mean. But the reality is you don't click with everyone you meet. Yeah. So it was weird to me that people don't click with people and assume that that should be career ending for them. Very strange. But people are not being 
a hundred percent honest with what they're doing fitness wise and eating wise oh, and at all podcast on that. Yeah. I mean, and I like, mean, it's why we kind of wanted out of the space because yeah. if one thing that we are, neither of us have the ability to be fake online. Yeah. So when we get that kind of hate message of, Oh, you're fake. I'm like, you can call me a lot of things yeah. and I'll take it fake. Literally. It's yeah. like, we talk about our one of fucking that. poop schedule online. <laughs> like, podcast, <Yeah>. like, you <laughs> think I'm fake? like, yeah. what the fuck? like you can call me a whole lot of names that are probably true. I yeah. tell the internet every, we post a text with our boyfriends. Like yeah. again, like I bet all of our listeners, they literally know my poop schedule. Like yeah. they know everything about yeah. me like we don't have it in us to fake things for the, i don't have the energy for that no. no being around you guys for let's see a september um eight months around january is when i started going to lift full time yeah like being around you guys for that entire time you guys are you guys show up pretty consistent like every day in terms of your energy in terms of your vibration the way that you treat other people like you guys are really well, like, this is something I talk about often. Like, um, it, it seems like almost every day there's, like, one comment or one message. It's like, Jesus Christ, like, you're such a loser. Go mm -hmm. get a life. <laughs> I don't care what you think about me on the internet. Because, like, in real life, dude, I've got a huge friend group of really high-achieving and high-vibrating people that love me. I walk the streets of Austin with my dog and the amount of people that talk to me or that know me from previous interaction love me. And yeah. you guys have that same thing. Like, y'all say whatever you want. IRL, I'm lit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm dude, lit. We literally, we literally had this exact experience when we like got quote for quote canceled we were yeah. both not on the internet for like three months because of that like we just completely yeah. ghosted the internet and we were driving in in taylor's car and taylor you can say because you're the one that said yeah. it yeah it was a moment we it, it was really bad like mm. the the depression of this was mm. when i say bad we were bad so but then we're driving we finally leave our apartment and we're in downtown austin and there's all these people on the sidewalk and i'm like What's going on on the phone isn't real. Mm -hmm. Like all these people outside walking, they have no idea what's going on. This is real life. The people online, this is not real. Yeah. There was just, it seemed like our life was literally over. But then you look and this restaurant's filled with people and there's this group of people walking on the sidewalk. And I was like, life is literally going on and none of these people know what's happening. And this TikTok is not real. Mm -hmm. And it was a just, I don't know, looking at the city like that and everything the people in Whole Foods and the people like we were living in downtown, seeing all that life still happening. I was like, life is not over in the slightest. I love that perspective. It's very difficult to come to that realization because like, I mean, my money is 80% made on social media mm -hmm. um, through different channels. I, I, I'm assuming it's roughly the same for you guys. Yeah. So it's like when this, when something bad historically from speaking for myself and now getting your story, it sounds about the same. When something bad would happen, like it would seem like the whole world was ending. My, my, my biggest thing on Reddit was there was this girl who used to work for me who got fired, who was like spreading a lot of lies about like myself, uh, Megan Long, um, like the Bears, Nick Comedina, like people like that. And she ended up getting exposed to like who it was. And then like the actual story came out of what went down and like 
unfortunately, there's like this crowd of people that just like, like you said, when you're winning, man, they hate it. So the biggest month that the podcast ever had, uh, we did 420,000 downloads. That was the month that shit just went bad. Yeah. Like it just got real bleak. Should I posted that I like hit my ex-girlfriend? I was like, what, the one I'm best friends with? If I were to hit a woman, the damage would have been so fucking severe. Yeah. yeah. Two, we probably wouldn't be friends. Three, her, her mom still calls and texts me and tells me she loves me. Me and her brother are best friends. It's not shit. The math ain't math. Yeah. But people just want to yeah. take that and like go with it. What's difficult about the situation with haters there's zero repercussions for what they say because no one gives a fuck about them. Mm -hmm. Like they don't have anyone caring what they say. Um, I, I had someone slide in my DMs today and you know, I, she might've had a point to what she said. I thought it was outrageous, but like she didn't like how I worded an Instagram story where I was giving Danielle props for the amount of growth that she's undergone. And you know, I was talking about how she was partaking in low value items earlier this year. Now she's like changed. She's like becoming this unbelievably high value woman. And like, dude, you know what? That's fair criticism. That's, that's okay. You're the only person out of like 50 responses that thought that, but like, I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna learn from it. Right. But when you, when, when these people say things, they don't know what it's like to like have, their actions aren't being watched. Mm -hmm. Their fucking employer doesn't even care where they're at because they're so low down on the chart. They don't have people that are like really concerned and worried about them. So they don't like have this purpose in life. So like their dopamine responses, like we've all been content creators for quite some time, like myself for the better part of like eight years. And we're wired. We we get that social media like dopamine response. Like, let's be honest. If this podcast didn't get listened to, I wouldn't be 320 or whatever episodes in, right? Right. It just wouldn't happen. I put this out because I love that it helps people and that makes me feel higher value. They get their dopamine responses from simply getting a response from us. Mm -hmm. That's their high. That is their best thing like when this podcast drops at jim snark subreddit they're going to get dopamine responses talking about us and just Ooh, compiling yeah. us and all yeah. it's do is drive traffic and hey i need it because we're about to get back to that 400k mark so go ahead <laughs> hey, drive that fucking traffic. yeah and we just rebranded our yeah. podcast and it'd be really nice i want to chat with you guys <laughs> about that so um when i saw you guys go through the rebrand from what was it called the F word. The F word podcast to uh, one thing about us. That was a mature move. It, what 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 sparked it? Like we said earlier, we're extremely bad at being fake on the internet. We can't do it. If yeah. it's not a hundred percent genuine to us, it's mm -hmm. not happening. We can't do it. And a fitness based show wasn't genuine to us. We have just more we want to say, more we want to talk about. Yeah. And we just wanted to bring. Like, we didn't want to be stuck in a box. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I feel that. But you guys did say one thing that was pretty inaccurate that I just want to correct here. I know. I'm going to fight with you on this I, one I, right I, now. I, 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 Go ahead, say it. I haven't even said it yet. There's I know what you're going to say. There's a few things. <laughs> September. Uh -huh. September 1st. Okay. Like February 28th or maybe March 3rd. Okay. Girls are second. Football oh. is first. <laughs> Football's first. Saturdays, football. 
Sunday Sundays are for the boys. So Sundays <laughs> are for the boys and your boyfriends are bringing you along. Be grateful to be there. This is the most you can ask to get. You're worrying about, well, I haven't been fed in seven hours. Football's on TV. Football's on TV. You know what? I'm held hostage in that house. I'm like, oh, can I go get food? No. no. Can't do it. I'm like, what the fuck? Gotta watch they? the game. Literally. Gotta watch the it game. It is just totally and incredibly crazy the way like a man can't put together anything but they can watch that fantasy football team and organize a fantasy football team but like god forbid you organize like your your schedule for the week like a date like you can't do it <laughs> no literally but like <laughs> a fantasy football league oh hey guys go nuts over it huh they so like i'm 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 semi like talking shit but like tongue in cheek because like i don't this is the first year i like don't really watch much football because i do realize like this is a waste of time like i'm watching like and some guys really waste a lot of money on it i know I it's, know it's we, a bad habit. Yeah, we it's enjoy football. I just want to like clear the air. We like one or two games a week. I'm all the, for football. Yeah, the seven hours of commercial free football is where I draw the line. I don't have yeah. brain power. Like my attention span is like very small. Yeah. So if you're telling me I have to sit in front of a TV and watch a bunch of men in tights running around, like I can't, I do, can't it. do it. I <laughs> no, I'm like not okay. I'm like, how about you go play football in the park? <laughs> <laughs> hey, now throw okay. a ball around. I like that. I like that. But like you said, man, men put a lot of money into this. No, they do. Um, the good news is they outgrow it eventually. Yeah, eventually. I mean, it took me 30 years to realize. Oh fuck! Wait, if I instead do like high value items on the weekend and like not. All right, here's my issue with it. Um, Patrick Mahomes, he's mm -hmm. 28, I think. Um, what he's going to get paid? I, I don't know his contract. Fifty million dollars. Ridiculous. Right? It, absurd. He's going to get paid fifty million dollars. I am really proud of that guy, mm -hmm. and I'm really happy for him. I can't even imagine what it's like every Tuesday when that fucking direct deposit hits. That that is abs. <laughs> it, it's beyond what my mind can currently grasp. That being said. I want to make $50 million a year. Yeah. So instead of like watching him, I'll see his highlights on like Monday when they're posted on ESPN or whatever. But like, instead of watching him, it's like, you know, I could go build somewhere $50 million that one day men are going to just have a fucking frenzy over whenever this thing fucking happens. And they're going to spend all this money in whatever I'm building. And then I'm going to make $50 million. There you go. And like men, men outgrow it eventually. But I have to say, Man, there's just something about football. You know the whole Roman Empire thing going on? Yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. This has been going on since like BC. Yeah. Wait, but how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Okay, this is a weird thing. <laughs> be For, honest. Be honest. Wait, how often do you think about it? Never. Okay. Oh, okay. Not, okay. not, not until... <laughs> Where'd this come from? I don't know. Someone just discovered that men think about it all the time. I, I saw that and I... I I have okay. You know what I think about? I think about the fact that the aqueducts are like still operating and bringing fucking water into the city. That's absurd. <laughs> My boyfriend said I think about the aqueducts. I think about the aqueducts, <laughs> dude. That was insane. It's still a sophisticated water system today. You know, on um, one of the aqueducts, I, I can't remember what emperor or king. I don't know, but I hate to interrupt you. It sounds like you do think about the Roman Empire. Yeah, I'm I know. sorry. <laughs> I no, it, he's well, covering on. it up right you now. You sound very excited. So, <laughs> so when I just saw this last night on fucking TikTok, some <laughs> emperor whatever put on the aqueduct, I built whatever to last 
the rest of the like we're basically proclaiming that this is going to be forever and it's what like two thousand three thousand four thousand i don't know maybe more I, no, years I later no idea <laughs> and it's still bringing water into the city now that's fascinating to me. it is but i did i i don't think like the i've never just been in conversation with a dude and they've been like Hey, what do you think about the Roman Empire? <laughs> See, but I don't, that's the thing. I think it's this new development because I don't think they ever bring it up in conversation. I think it's been these internal thoughts that every man ha has, but they don't converse about it really. It I just see pops that into side. their head. Okay, so when I was growing up, I was completely addicted to Age of Empires. Like what the PC that? game. It was like a Roman Empire game where like you Got build it. an empire with like the Aztecs or the Mayans or the who the fuck ever. Uh. And each... Um, civilization like had different weaponry and you know mm -hmm. whatnot it was a really sophisticated game like looking back on it i was so hooked and obsessed on that game and like building this empire that took over like genghis fucking khan was in this game and like i mean dude he's a g like whatever he did i don't know what he did but like at one point 80 percent of the world's population like traced was, back to yeah that, it was like recent too it was like in 1920 like 80 percent of the world's population still went back to genghis khan or some insane shit like that <laughs> like he probably didn't do a lot of like good things i don't no, know but I don't think that so. was that's an insane legacy like if you want to call it that so that was like my first video game addiction I just don't think I've, maybe I have thought about it. Like, maybe it is something I You're think gonna about. You're going to yourself next time, like, fuck, I actually am thinking about <laughs> the it. The amount you <laughs> said right now is more than I've thought about it in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe they're onto something. I've literally never thought about it that much in my entire life. What's the female version? What's we the female We were talking about that. We literally don't know. There's a, it's really hard. I said, and most people are agreeing, it's the uh, idea of being assaulted and murdered. That's what women think about all the time. Okay, so... This is weird. <laughs> oh God. I have a few female friends, and you guys do too, whether you know it or not. Oh. There's a few female friends that like have a weird fantasy about being like. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> like taken advantage of in a very inappropriate way. Does that make sense? I'm not saying that word on the Yeah, I know. <laughs> is that a thing? Uh, I mean, it can be. But I like. Think to an extent, like yeah. I think it's okay to want to be like, I, yeah, but like you in the think it's okay. <laughs> no, no, well, no, but like, <laughs> no, I was gonna say that's not what I was gonna say. I think like it's more so like I don't know about full on like literally being taken advantage of, but I think there are girls that are okay with being like hit and like forced. Yeah, it's it's insane, yeah. and it's not something that I I mean I've never once thought about like. Oh man, I would love to walk down this alley and just be taken advantage of. <laughs> oh, I've never thought that. Okay, that's not never, that. That's the thing. Like People in the comfort of that? like your own home. Oh no, no, no. Oh, this no, is see, like I didn't yeah. think we were doing that. No, this is like a thing. I was sent a few months ago, so I don't remember the exact verbiage of it, um, from one of those um like multi-million follower like sex accounts that some absurd percentage of women have a fantasy like along those lines. And I, I don't, I don't know because when I think of like feminine energy, I think like it wants to be safe and protected by a masculine energy. And that's like a complete vindication. Yeah. Yeah. I could not safe relate to yeah, feeling like I want someone to like take, <laughs> take advantage of me in an you. alley. That's yeah, not anything it, I've related it, to. It's really strange. Um, transitioning to Delulu. 
Delulu. All right. So like, I'm pretty sure I know what this means. Like just delusional, but like what, where, where, who said this first? Like, where did this Yeah, come it's from? from TikTok, but it's like delusional in the best, most confident way ever, where you just like, don't give a fuck about anything anyone ever says about you or anything. Like you could be walking into the grocery store with like a mask on your face, yeah. just like literally not caring what anyone is thinking. And it's the Salulu. One of you, it, Delulu is the Salulu. That's what I was getting at next. One of you made a post that said the Delulu is the Salulu, or I think it was on your podcast. It was on the podcast. Yeah. The Delulu is your Salulu. Okay, so this is like a self love thing. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like manifesting slash like fake it till you make it. Like if you just believe that everything happening is good and the best, and you're gonna get everything you've ever wanted, like you're just delusional. But that's that's great. Like, yeah, like it could respond. It could really go to anything: money, business, dating. Like it could be like, oh, this is a really good example of how we used to use it in our life. Like, yeah. let's say Sam goes on a date and she's like, he hasn't texted me in a week. I'm like, he's just so intimidated by you and so in love with you. He doesn't know what to say. That's that's the Lulu, and that's the trend. <laughs> that, but yeah, like, but that's the trend you, that started it. Yeah, it's it, it started in the ma- the man phase. It's like, yeah. oh, he blocked your number. It's because he's obsessed with you. <laughs> Just like, and you just, it's, you're happier that way. You made a post about, um, I loved this post, by the way, when I was stalking you guys for the last three days. Um, we're basically best friends. Yeah, no literally. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite post was okay. where you were talking about the habits of your higher self, yes. like faking it till you make yes. it. So you manifest what she would eat, what she would do, how she would dress, how she, like all these things. And then you just do it. That manifest that manifestation, I'm a huge like manifest journal, put it out into the universe, be, scream it, don't just like say it, like tell everyone about it and then like follow through and make it happen. Um, I guess in my life it's like done a lot for me. Like one day I was just like, Hey Scott, I'm gonna make a massive podcast. And then we like got all the stuff, we just like did it, right? You're doing that and you're following through with it. Number one, when did this start? Because what what amazed me about you, like you're 22. Yes, <laughs> dude. I mean, like the things that you're doing are like what, like well, I mean, you hang out with the 25 year olds all the time. Like that's like what like 25, 26, 27 year old like women do. Yeah it it was a weird transition for me. I think I've always been a little more mature. I have all older siblings. Yeah. I don't know if that's attributed to it, but um, I moving in with Sam was the biggest thing that. Yeah really just leveled me up because I was around a lot of immature people. Not that they were necessarily immature, but they were acting their age. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like I had more because I had gotten a social media following and I felt like I had this purpose Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to lose it. Mm -hmm. So really moving in with Sam truly like leveled me up age-wise. Like I forget I'm 22 and I I feel weird saying it. It really catches people off guard. Yeah. But- I've gone through a lot of ups and downs and like figuring out myself and what makes me feel good and what I want. Cause I'm only 22. Like yeah. what the fuck do I know? Yeah. This is probably all going to change in like a year because <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing, but listening to a lot of podcasts and stuff, just basically we're both big fans of just fucking figuring it out. Yeah. Anything you want, you have to figure out and you have to do it. Yeah. Um, and I realized for myself, I was doing social media full time and it's still the majority of my income and I love it, but I don't love it as my only career. I don't love it. I, it doesn't bring me a lot of joy. It's 
a little toxic for me. I, I like to be able to take a step back. So I decided to get a full-time job, mm -hmm. which some people find weird because everyone's like, quit your nine to five. I, I thrive on my job. Like, I fucking love my job. I love that. And it like, what do you do? Us, uh, I do social media marketing for a yeah. startup. That's so dope. Yeah, it's really dope. It's a really cool company. Yeah, Sam yeah. told me that's why you were like hitting the gym way earlier. Cause yeah. I, I saw her and I was yeah. like, dude, I haven't seen Taylor in a minute. Yeah, we used yeah. to both go at the same time. Yeah. And I like literally had to say to you, I'm like, yeah, we never go at the same time anymore. She has a job. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's so sad. It's, it's sad. Yeah, but now <laughs> She's we hang a big out. girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot of people are kind of weird. And then I got that comment a lot, like, oh, social media failed. Now you finally need a oh, job. And I'm like, God. I've actually, since I got the job, these last few months of social media have actually been my best months monetarily of social media, ironically. So it's funny that people are like, oh, social media failed. I'm like, no, I'm doing fine. I just, I wanted a job. I really, like when I was in school, I was a big straight A student, like that kind of person. So I kind of needed that structure in it. I don't know. Now I'm just kind of obsessed with like a structured life. Yeah. I, it's interesting you say the comment about wanting a job. I've like chatted with my friends, but I like, do like, I've been, Oh, I've been on my own since 21. Like I left LA fitness at 21, started my own training company. Like as an adult, I've like never really reported. I worked at Panera, <laughs> like in college to like pay some bill. I worked at Panera and I worked at LA fitness. So like I had like uh, bosses, at both of those, um, like I ran track in college. So like I had a coach there, like a boss that I answered to, but like, I've never like had a, a job that I like, have to clock into. And I'm like, you guys, I'm like, dude, I'll figure it out. Like, I have no clue how, but like, I know that mm -hmm. I'm going to figure it out somehow. Um, can I ask, you said since you started your job, that's like been the most successful months of your social media. First, Taylor, and then Sam, what do you judge social media success by? Like, it can be vain. That's okay. Yeah. So I, I, I'm curious for like myself, what you used to judge. Yeah. So, the number one thing, like, honestly, income, you got to yeah. pay your bills. Like, yeah. if if the income's not there, that's a problem. Absolutely. So um, when I say most successful, I do mean half of it, I'd say income. Uh, and then the other half is making content I feel proud of. Yeah. I feel like um, now I kind of have this niche and like I feel I I have a lot of joy behind my content. And because it's not my only job, I feel like a weight's lifted off and I can post more for fun. Yeah. Cause I just always do my best when I'm posting for fun and not because I have to. Yeah. So I love that. I don't know if that, I think it, things come through the camera very easily. It's very obvious. Mm -hmm. you, you can read people through a camera. So I don't know if it's just could be a mix of a lot of things. Like I, I think maybe like my stress is off of it. So I'm just allowing things to flow in. I also changed my background to this thing that says, I'm lucky everything works out for me. I love that. And I kid you not, I changed my background and the next day, I got like the biggest deal I've ever had. No way. Well, congratulations on that. Yeah, but it was crazy. So like manifest, put something cool on your lock screen. Yeah. It'll literally change your life. Danielle I swear. Danielle does that too. That's interesting. I will What's never change it. I can't change it now. It's going to be like that. <laughs> like, oh my God. My lock screen is just a picture of- That's of badass. That's so funny. Me, <laughs> I, I need that's to, such a you. That's to, so yes, you. I know. Uh, that's two on brand. That's so I need you. To it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, social media success. How do you gauge it? Um, honestly, like, I know we've said it before, but like when we first started, like this was not something that I went in hoping or wishing it was gonna be like my full time job. I literally went into it solely to be relatable, vulnerable. It was like a diary to me. Yeah. 
So like in that sense, like having something, it's like so therapeutic, especially our podcast, being able to hop on the podcast and be just completely authentic, talk about my problems because one, my problems being open about it will help myself, but also will help somebody else because they're going to relate to it and they're going to feel like, fuck, like I'm not alone on that. And then it's like vice versa. So someone will DM me back and be like, oh my God, like I relate to this. Like, and then I'm like, oh, I'm not alone. So like just having that diary and that like therapeutic aspect to social media is something that I've always loved. Yeah. And I think that's why we've been so successful with it. Um, I've never been someone that's like, that enjoys being told what to do. So I actually moved down here for a personal training job. It was an online personal training, but the girls also worked here. So that's why I moved down here. But like three months into it, that's when I just like realized I couldn't juggle it all of like the online personal training and social media. And I just knew like my passion was social media, 100% being able to just on my own schedule, doing what I love, being passionate about it. So I fully dove into that full time. That's what we've been doing ever since. But like, like I said, it's just it's like a therapy. Yeah. My work should be like therapeutic and like I should enjoy it and I shouldn't have to put any pressure into anything I'm doing with it. Yeah. I love that. Um, something that really yeah, pisses me off is when people are like, social media is not a real job. Oh my God. I know. Oh yeah. my God. Like, it's... are you kidding? So my we have like different avenues of which we attack social media. And I I I want I want to ask you guys about the content you create. I'm fascinated because you guys do it all yourself. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I'm out 20K a month and like the content curation. Like, the, I mean, my day started at 4.30. I sent you guys a message like yep. 5.15. We were like sitting there at 9 a.m. <laughs> eating our own meal. Like, yeah. oh, he was up at four in the morning. <laughs> four, my day starts at 4.30 because like that, I have to get all my, it's 4.30 to six almost every day right now. Yeah, and I and that. I, I, I love that. Like I- I love it. But like, you know, we have some new launches that are coming out. There's some really impactful stuff that we're working on. But like, I don't know anyone else that's putting out 20K a month, that's putting out 430 to six. Like you say social media in a job, like come come on, like do this. Like yeah. this isn't like easy. Like this is prep work. Every podcast is three days and about four or five hours of prep work. And honestly, I need to work up even more. Like I need to be able to give it even more. But right now there's not time for it. Every Instagram shoot that we do um, with the new content, it's a two hour block. And I have a room of people sitting in there. I have a topic. I pitch the topic and they start asking questions like consumers. And like that's the content we do. And it's it's so dope. Like, I think you guys are going to like it a lot, but like, that's too, it's intense. Like it's really fucking intense. You guys both do like some day in the life, get ready for me, yada, yada, things like that. And it's really aesthetic. You do voiceovers with it. It's, it's really impressive. Like mm -hmm. what you guys do. Cause it's all, it's, it's fascinating to me that it's all you. So like, how long does a post take you to put together? Like one of those, what did you even call it? Like a montage, like a, like the mashup. Like if I go to dinner, so for instance, I'm working with a um, restaurant tonight, Cafe yep. No Say on South Congress. So I'm yep. going to dinner. They're inviting me out, and I get like a vulture, vulture of like food. Yeah. So I'm gonna go to dinner. I have to record everything that I'm doing, and then probably tomorrow morning I'll probably spend like an hour, yeah. maybe a little bit more, just editing it, and then that's really for fast. me personally. The fucking voiceovers take me so long. Really, <laughs> like I fucking suck at those things. Like I can't speak, so I have auditory processing and ADHD. Yeah. So like school was never easy for me. Like yeah. I 
barely got through that shit, okay? And so, like, doing anything in that nature, whether it's, like, reading a script, like, we have the ads on the podcast. I don't do that. She does that because it will take forever. Yeah. A million times. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, stuff like that takes me way longer than it needs to. But, yeah, it will take a few hours if I'm doing, like, a branded thing like that. Yeah. Fascinating. What about you? So, content really doesn't take me that long. And I think think it's interesting because now that I do have a nine-to-five for the first time, because... I'm only 22, so I never got a job. I didn't quit a job to do this. I never got one. Yeah. Um, I will say my nine to five is more strenuous and more time consuming than my content. Okay. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with like, I think there's some influencer, like some content creators, like, you know, you're also running your coaching business and doing all of that. And that's taking like a lot of your time and energy and resources, but I don't think there's anything wrong with being a content creator. Like, how it used to be and like how Sam is now. Yeah, like doesn't take us that long mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to take us the whole day. Mm-hmm. And that's applaudable that we got to a place where we're successful enough that doesn't, that we don't take a lot of hours. So I think when people put it down, like you don't have a real job, it's like, cause I'm, cause I got freaking fortunate and I worked hard and I don't have to be in an office all day. Yeah. Like I, I made that life for myself and I'm sorry if that upsets you mm-hmm. that I don't, work in an office all day or we don't spend all day traditional working but we did make that for ourselves, and that's fine like yeah 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 we don't have a real job yeah because we built another path for ourselves. yeah um familiar with alex hermosi no um he's um author of 100 million dollar deals he's fascinating he's kind of more in line with like the stuff i'm trying to do than like what you guys do but he has this line that he's like hey if you can't speak and you're not attractive social media is not for you so like faceless social media can be for you um there's other avenues that like you can be a very successful entrepreneur Mm -hmm. but like if you're not attractive you got to pay attractive people because attractive people sell if you can't talk you got to pay someone who can talk because you have to be able to pitch what you're trying to, to get across to your client base to attract them in. Hey, honestly, that's real true. That's <laughs> real true. Like you go through your timelines and the people that pop up are going to be attractive and probably in like light clothing and um, a, a cool background. And like, it's going to be aesthetic in nature. Um, I think that's difficult for a lot of people to accept because like there's a lot of people trying really hard and like point blank. If you're not hot, you don't have much of a chance. But like, here's truly. A, here's the yeah. thing with you saying that too is yeah. like also the word trying. Like yeah. if you're trying, you're trying too hard mm-hmm. to make social media your career, it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. Like it needs to be organic. It needs to just flow. You can't force anything on the internet. Man, I never thought about – I've never thought about it like that because ta- – so – in sports, I would love to hear your guys' background, actually. In sport, I was, like, always the captain. I was, like, always, like, the leader and the me team too. captain. I was always, like, the rah-rah guy. Yeah. So this has been me since, like, literally six years old. I don't know life without being a leader of some sort. You, you've you had that same experience, Taylor? Yeah. I mean, like, in high school, I was always, like, intro, like always trying to be captain of a dance team, like, yeah. student government. Like, always doing that, always in charge. Like, that's yeah. how I like to be. I'm, I'm very stubborn, so I just yeah. – I like to – Especially in school, like I took very pride in my grades. Like if we were doing a group project, I'm in charge. Like I I was kind of that kind of person. Um, But I think what we like say a lot and like love to get through people's head is everyone wants to be an influencer these days. I have never met anyone successful being an influencer that started because they 
wanted to be an influencer, no. if that makes sense. No. We were just freaking having fun. And other people just, they were just having fun. Yeah. And, and it happened. We we didn't even know that we could ever get to the point yeah. of making money off this. Like I said, we thought it was so cool because we'd get a free pair of gym shorts. Yeah. And we were like. <laughs> you get a free dinner voucher. <laughs> exactly. Like, that, I'm going to fuck that shit up later. Yeah. <laughs> People on TikTok would pay me $50 yep. to use their new song. No to make way. a TikTok video of it. I thought it was sick. fucking yeah. sick that someone was going to pay me 50 That's bucks sick. to make a video. Yeah. Wow, like, that's but, pretty cool. And that was, I just thought it was cool. What's your and TikTok following? At that time? No, no. Now, like 750,000. That's crazy. You have TikTok? I do, yeah. What's yours? Like 400. I, oh, so I, oh only 400 <laughs> for Sam. Oh. I know, but like. <laughs> Taylor, it, you, I only talk to people over 700. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I no, have I, literally 700 followers. What? <laughs> seven, I just started last week. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, I have 700 too. I, seven, I was gonna. Seven. Just, just 700. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, TikTok was, like, the place where, like, I lost the most Me during too. all the shit that no went way. down. Really? Me too, yeah. yeah. But you still have those big of numbers. Yeah, but, like, my, I've been growing a lot, like, right now. Yeah. Like, I had, like, 300, like, a few months ago, and I'm, like, approaching 400. What's that? What do you post on TikTok? I do makeup, like, my eyebrows are fucking popping off on TikTok. Like, right. I literally get stopped randomly by someone like, oh, my God, you're the eyebrow girl. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not even, like, Sam Taylor anymore. I'm just eyebrow girl. <laughs> oh, you do have good eyebrows. Thank you. It, you both do. Literally, like, I was I was at the gym the other day at um, LA Fitness yeah. with my boyfriend, and a you girl stopped me. No, Lifetime. Or Lifetime, whatever. Yeah, Lifetime. That's a little bit better. But yeah, like... Either or. Either or. Ew. But anyway. Yeah, ew. I was Commercial there. gym? I was there and a girl stopped me. And I'm thinking she's stopping me because she follows me on like social media for yeah. like fitness and like the podcast. Yeah. Because we're in the gym. Like that's the one environment yep. where people come up to me. She goes, oh my God, you're their eyebrow girl. I'm like, oh, like she, she didn't even follow me on social media. She's like, I've seen your TikToks. You're the eyebrow girl. And I'm like, oh God. Like, hey, listen, you can make a lot of money doing people's eyebrows. Like, a lot. Of, you could upcharge that shit. See, the thing is, I just like, I just glued them back and stuff. But like, I just like know that that right now on TikTok is doing very well. So like, I've been taking advantage of it. So if I see yeah. one thing doing very well on a certain platform, I take advantage of it. Yeah. And like, do it until it's not going to do good anymore. And then yeah. I find the next thing that's just going to do good because TikTok's one of those platforms where it's like, they push your shit. Like, yeah based on what they want to do like you never know like you think a video that you worked so hard on is going to do amazing and it flops so. yeah that's fascinating um on tiktok i'm posting one shot video 60 second video talks of me just like talking about leadership development and things like that it's like i'm not putting much effort into it and well i'm not being rewarded for it at all my best performing video is someone who commented on one of my posts and said um I see that you're failing over here as well. And I post as a response from my 33rd floor penthouse and I showed the view and I was like, yeah, I'm not sure if anyone who lives here that could possibly be failing, but I'd love to see your view. That's my best performing video is yeah. fucking that dude. It sucks. Which well, is, what do you post on TikTok? Um, So I like always used to, it was like, we both only had like strictly fitness TikToks back in the day. Like yeah. I, I would post workouts every day. I started cause like my dancing videos went 
like viral. You did not do dancing videos. On I'm a dancer. She was like, oh, wait, like actual dancing. No, no, I was TikTok yeah. dancing. I thought, oh, you were TikTok dancing, so, but using your dancing background. So I literally just posted a video of me doing this stupid. It was like this little challenge, this yeah. little like step thing. I didn't think anyone was going to see. I woke up, I had 20,000 followers. Because it was in the age, the, the app was so unsaturated. Yeah. It was when it was like, no one was really using that. So like your video got 500,000 views. You got 20,000 followers. Like, Fascinating. So I was like, Oh, I'm gonna run with this, and then I started like, like effing around, and now I think I finally found my groove. That I'm making yeah. a lot of like, like routine videos. I'm making a lot of those, like my before work and after work, like routines. It's um, kind of popping off right now. I'm getting really good traction with routines. Yeah, stuff. my routine videos are doing really well. They did really well on Reels, um, yeah. and they're doing like they're like my most engaged videos on TikTok right now. And it's always it's really the ones you don't think about Back the in. same thing she yeah. said like. I'll edit a routine video, film it, takes, you know, all that time. I posted a video talking in my bed about a book I like. That video has two million views. Like, and it, it, and that took me four seconds. I was just like, you guys should read this book. Boom. Like, and you just don't know. I just uh, did a book review of John Maxwell's 21 Traits of uh, Leadership or whatever it's called. And I got like 300 views. So. See, but <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like, you no, know, like, like sometimes I'm like, oh my God, sick. Like, I'm like, this video did 2 million views. The next video yeah. I post doesn't even break 10K. And I'm like, you know <laughs> what? We'll try again tomorrow. Like, <laughs> that is absolutely insane. Do you post your dance, the dancing stuff you post on um, Instagram? Do you like post any of that over on TikTok? I actually do post it on does TikTok. It perform? And it does very well, yes. Yeah. I feel like, to be honest, anytime I see someone, you know, <laughs> This sounds a little gay. That's okay, though. You know, um, like, I love watching the dance videos of, like, the dudes in, like, the fucking New York, like, dance studio clubs. Yeah. Like, dude, they're just, like, moving so fast and so insane. I'll just watch them on a loop and be fucking enthralled by that. Nothing amazes me more than watching people do things that I am have zero physical or mental capability to be able to do yeah. and like you know those dance videos are insane like you do like hip-hop style dancing yeah i do a little bit of everything that's absolutely nuts like it's really fucking impressive that has to be like harder than training yes it's it's i love it because i think it's mental and physical exercise at the same yeah. time you are putting your body through the ringer yeah. while trying to memorize and learn yeah. like intricate steps and it's literally it's almost like meditation yeah because i can't think of anything else besides the steps the like for you that whole hour, it. I can't think of literally anything else but dancing. And I yeah. I love it. That's why I've been posting it because it truly has made me the happy, like my just happiness in my life since I got back to dancing because I did it my whole childhood just exponentially. I like my that. happiness just went up so much. So now I post a lot with the message of like, if you had a childhood hobby, start doing it That's again. That's so fucking weird you said that because that was about to be your next point. Yeah. That's like been a recurring theme in my life that I've noticed is like, hey, the shit that made me feel real good as a kid. Like, I need to be doing that stuff. Mm -hmm. Your curiosity as a, as a kid is like the highest that it's ever going to be your whole life. You haven't been programmed yet. Mm -hmm. You know, you haven't been like fit and cut to the mold yet. Right. Yeah. Um, like, ju again, Justin Lovato and I chatted on the last podcast about exactly that, like how the education system and kind of the entire like upbringing system really kind of cuts you into this one mold. You kind of lose some of that curiosity. 
I'm finding some of it more like myself and like it makes me like it makes me feel like I'm a kid again. Like I'm 30 and I feel like the youngest that I ever have been in my life because like I'm doing these things just like, you know, it's crazy. I swim every night in my pool. Like I do laps in my pool and I'm a terrible fucking swimmer. Like I'm not good. I actually, I'm completely Mm self-taught because like I went to the swim classes and of course I like flunked out of them. I have no idea how, but like, I like being in the water. I like swimming. Yeah. So like yeah. I just go and I swim. And I'm like losing some weight right now because I want to get back into running. And like I love running. That was my whole background was sports. I ran track in college. But like you get away from it because like you just – I've been warped to like you need to do this thing because this is your whole identity. And like dude, like just like the rebrand of the podcast, like three months ago, you guys would have been terrible guests on this podcast. It wouldn't have resonated with anybody, yeah. right? Yeah. But like now it's like like – we don't fit in this one mold and that one mold like has done really well for me professionally, but I'm like Justin Mahaley. Like I'm a curious animal beast out here. Like just try, I just want to try everything. I want to do everything. Speak in our minds right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, correct me if I'm wrong. It looks like from your Instagram that your version of like Taylor's dancing is cooking. Yep. And you're, you just started like kickball. A good cook. Yeah. So yeah, I just started kickball too. Like the No way. Yeah. So we like we went through like the whole like gym bro phase yeah. of like cutting, bulking, tracking macros for nearly like two years. And last summer is at the end of the summer is when we stopped tracking. Yeah. Fully went into like intuitive eating and just like obviously we were kind of like still needing to lose weight because it was like the end of our bulk and kind of went into a cup and didn't really do much of the job that we wanted it to do. <laughs> And we were like, you know what? Like, I I actually also got surgery at the beginning of the year. I got yeah. my boobs done. So I, I was out of the gym for, like, three months. So I had to find another source of, like, activity that wasn't working, like, going to the gym. So I did, like, Pilates, yoga, like, Barry's classes. And I just realized they are so fulfilling as well. And when you're in the fitness industry and you're constantly scrolling on social media, following all these fitness influencers, you feel like you are – that's what you need to be doing and that's yeah. what – like it just I felt so forced in that industry and when I started to realize that there's so much more out there like like you you were a college athlete I played field hockey and lacrosse in college you did that yes and I played ice hockey in high school so like I've always just been like that very athletic type and I stopped doing that and I now I'm doing kickball with a bunch of my friends and I'm just realizing like the only form of cardio doesn't need to be walking on the treadmill at the gym, like after your workouts. It doesn't need lifting weights. Like it can literally be anything. Mm-hmm. For Taylor, it's dance. For me, like I'm going to go do like a workout class or now kickball or even just going on a walk. Like I don't need to be going to the gym every single day. Yeah. And that's just what I love. And now with the cooking stuff, like I find passion through cooking and I can now cook and not care. Yeah. Like, when I was so invested in working out and tracking macros, like I would not cook the meals I cook now because I would be worried about like the random thing that I'm pouring in there that I would need to track it. Or like Mm. I was just eating chicken, rice, veggies. Like now I'm the other day made chicken marsala. I'd have been so stressed over the fact that I was making that and would figure out how to like track that. Yeah. Yeah. So life has definitely changed within that aspect. Yeah. And I think too, like, you know, you used to post recipes where you'd post like your protein fluff. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I now know. you post yeah. food. I like, post yeah. And food. there's a time and place like we are not anti-gym. We're not anti-bodybuilders. We're not yeah, anti-working not out like in the slightest. Like I'm, I lift my, like I might do powerlifting. Like I'm yeah. like, we're, st- 
I'm like, we're still in that, but we just realized there's so many different parts of us. And it made, I feel like I kind of went through this realization that, and this sounds kind of harsh and this sounds like kind of sad, but like, what if I got in a car accident and like lost my legs? Yeah. Like then what, then who am I? Like if I can't like lift, if I can't squat, like what if I, like if I lost my job, like then what am I? Like, I don't know, like my TikTok gets deleted. What happens? Okay, I got a job. Like just having so many different parts of you that you have join other things. You're like, what if there's another lockdown and the gym closes? Then what? Like, then what to make me feel happy? Because I think there's a lot of people that we realized you that online, it's really their, it's it's very toxic. It's, it's like their whole identity. It's their whole entire identity in a bad. It's not healthy. In a bad way, not in a, hey, I'm really dedicated right now because I have a show. Hey, I'm really dedicated right now because I'm in this season of my life. But they genuinely can't go on a trip without taking a rest day. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. You're in Mexico, like have fun, have like fun. And, and they, they really physically can't. Yeah, um, it's fascinating you bring that up. I had a chat with one of my uh, pro figure girls last night. Um, as I've kind of taken a thirty thousand foot view of bodybuilding, because um, like as you guys are discovering, like, I just want to put more of like myself out there. Like, um, it's, I'm, I'm way more than a bodybuilder. I've been exactly what you're describing. I've been that toxic, like way too in deep, like in my way or the highway, like really intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually, like caging myself into this, this thing. And really all it was for me and, um, for majority of men's open bodybuilders who could just try to build as much muscle as possible. It's like, you're just kind of running away from things. And that doesn't mean that there's phases of your life, right? Yep. My, I have some men's open bodybuilders that have very stable careers, stable relationships, just stability in their life. And they're constantly improving everywhere. A lot of them are just like covering up shit and covering up traumas. And like just their physique is so insane. They have this huge following, but their life's mess. Um, what I'm getting at, I, I had this conversation about how I really think that bodybuilding and intense fitness has really missed the mark on appropriate dieting methods like the whole chicken rice and like uh or like rice meat um culture like five six times a day like i could get into the physiology behind it there's going to be a podcast on it soon but from a gut mechanic standpoint that's terrible for you okay from the gut mechanic standpoint well where's that lead to um your neural operations yeah. so now your neural operations are okay well what's that lead to it manifests into things inside of your body that are just unhealthy and the entire point is, yo, when you're in deep, like you're in this vortex, you're in this black hole. Oof. It's kind of a scary place. It's scary how many things you miss. Yeah. Um, I was 283 about two months ago. It was like the biggest I'd ever been. And <laughs> I was I was literally having sex and I hurt everywhere. My entire body just hurt and it's like sex is like the strongest aphrodisiac natural aphrodisiac that you can have mm -hmm. 
And during this, they're like, you'd be done. And I'd like go to like get up and I got like kick my legs up and I got like get up. And I'm like just sweating and like huffing and puffing. And I'm like, dude, what in the fuck? In what fucking world is like, like that's not sexy. Like that's not cool. <laughs> like what? It's like yeah. that, that's, it's, it's, it was for me, it was just too much. I'm also like not an Olympia level guy, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think that there was this turning point similar to what you guys experienced. I'm like, dude, there's way more than than just this going on. And I'm really good at my profession of helping bodybuilders. So let's focus on that and grow other areas of my life. Um, I had a, I had a funny LOL qu- uh, question because I think I know the answer. Taylor, does Sam ever make you dinner? She ever make you no. meals? I I fucking knew it. I fucking knew. We've she never did really it. been like that. No, we really don't. But we you're had... making these recipes. You're posting on IG. Taylor's okay. like smelling them I in don't the kitchen. The thing. I don't Here's the meat, thing. So, so she does eat, make some things that I can't. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So got when got we it. first did live together, like she was fully vegan. So yeah. like that was something That's that like weird. we just like would buy our own. Groceries. <laughs> we would just buy our own. I love groceries. animals, man. Okay, <laughs> so it's like kind of just like always stuck. Yeah. Like it always just like yeah, stuck. And we yeah. Like, a very just like healthy roommate relationship in the way yeah. that we really like keep our shit set. Like we are That's so part. together, but That's at the same time, we do keep our shit very separate. Yeah. While still, even now, this is like the most separate we've ever been, which is like. Probably the healthiest for our relationship because when yeah. we moved yeah. here, we had no friends, and we were, oh yeah, and we were just like all each other. It it was me and Sam. Like that's not a great always. I mean, it was great. Yeah, I mean, it never, never led to any, any problems. Issues, yeah. You guys have never had any issues. Uh, we've had like drunk fights. Yeah, never but that's sober like fights. It. That doesn't really count. Yeah, yeah. We never never had any issues. <laughs> um, but um, it never led to any issues. But I think maybe it would have reached the point that we would have issues. But yeah. now I feel like we really like. It's like we do our podcast together, but our own social media channels are very different. And we yeah, have, we have, you know, like I have my job, like Sam like has her own like business ideas. Like we have our separate lives now. And I feel like we're just kind of grown into our own people, which is obviously just what happens as you, as you grow up, you know, from yeah. we started this, Sam was 22, I was 20. Yeah. So now 25 and 22, yeah. we've just, we've just grown into our own people. Yeah. But yeah, no, Sam doesn't make me dinner. Yeah. Well, I think it's the she. No, you'll make a snack and you'll offer. I can. Yeah, I can yeah. have snacks. If yeah, like if drink. I make like a big like bulk like thing, I'm like, I'll just keep it in the fridge. I'm like, you can have that. Like, try yeah. it. And if she doesn't try it, I'm like, why are you fucking I didn't trying try it? Your <laughs> I'm like, why, I'm like, why the fuck are you eating it over there? I didn't try. <laughs> take a bite. I did not try your Snickers bar. You will make me a drink if you make like the cocktails or whatever. It's the called. Aperol yeah. Sprint. What is it called? Aperol. Aperol? Yeah, I, I told him we could have we could have brought some. Yeah, I've never had one. I never heard of it. I've oh, seen it so like good. on y'all's page before. Yeah. I'd be interested drinks. to know if like the viewers have actually like had one or heard of it. They have. It, it, this is like a thing at a bar. Like you can yeah, go to a bar. Like okay. the girl drink of the year. Yeah. Wow. What's the guy drink of the year? Uh, I don't think you guys care much about Men that. are really into espresso martinis. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, everyone is, we, but men really like them. Yeah. Um, there's a drink at a bar here and at a cocktail bar here in Austin. I'm not kidding. Huge flex incoming, like five, four, three, two, one. It's called the Justin Mahaley. And you can literally go in there. It's like obviously not on the menu. It's like an <laughs> off menu thing. You can literally go in there and order the Justin Mahaley. I won't tell you on there. I'll tell you off air. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I want to go try it. Um, it. Actually, reason being is because on the uh, Jim Stark subreddit, there was someone posting my location while I was there. 
there and it was very fucking weird and it was in a very malicious manner. So I try not to, I try to keep my whereabouts somewhat secretive. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah. Like, I don't like it. It's so like she was in the shop while I was in the shop and is posting. You could have come up and had a convo. You could have said what's up because my vibe is so fucking elevated and I know that I check myself every single day. And when I'm out, like if I'm out and about, I'm entertaining. Like a hundred percent, dude. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I love making you people. You should come to Latchkey with us. And you should do Latchkey. Latch you should come. You should come get a drink with us. I'm down. Let's go get Eric. Let's go get crazy. We can go get some spritzes. I'm. I'm. Let's see. Let's see who can get to fucking ten first. I would be on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm think, a like, like we go out and drink I'm, like a we, fair amount, but like our tolerance is on the ground. Really? On we don't drink. Okay, the thing is, we don't drink that much. We were talking about this last night, like. We don't drink Monday to Thursday or Sunday to Thursday. Yeah. Like, we only drink Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And when we go out, like, it's not like we're, like, going fucking ham. Yeah. Like, it's not all the time. Like, no. and yeah. if I'm getting drunk drunk, like, it's probably off only, like, five drinks. It's not really? off. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm like, oh, my God, how much did I drink last night? How much did I buy? Oh, I look at my card. I'm like, oh, like, three drinks? Okay. That's and then, like, bad. some people will buy me some. But, like, yeah. It's not. People think we like just let loose and it's like a disordered way yeah, of like. think we're like alcoholics. Yeah. No, I've literally seen you out before. Yeah. At it's, like a decent time. And yeah. like I was more drunk than you were and I was not drunk at and all. And the <laughs> thing is like we go out and we party and we have fun a million percent. Like I'm 22 years old and this is a phase of my life. I'm 22 you, years you old. You live in Austin, Texas and you're making money and you're doing the yeah, fucking like, like this is the hottest you're ever. Well, you guys like get a little hotter, but like you're close to like the hottest you're ever going to be. Yeah, dude. That's like, what we always don't do, like, say that. I'm the you're, you're only hot for so long. Like, I have like. Sorry, like I make good money. I have no kids. No, yeah. I have no expense. Like, yeah, I don't got anyone responsible like that. None. I'm responsible for. We're young. Yeah, go be yeah, dumb. I'm going it, out. If exactly. I was y'all, I would like honestly be going way harder than you guys do. So, like, more power to you. Like, I respect it. But hey. I see you guys in the gym every fucking Monday morning or Sun. I've seen you guys in the gym on the weekends too. But like every Monday morning, I see y'all in the gym doing your fucking thing. Like it's not like you're just blasted where you can't even train. Yeah, we're literally yeah. on the weekends. Once like after this, yeah, from all the way until Sunday, I probably will only be in my house for like bedtime. Like I, yeah. we're like the second the weekend hits, we're not home. Like yeah. we're out doing things. We're social. We want to just like live life because when we first moved here. We were just living in our apartment doing nothing. We didn't go out. We were scared to go out. We were scared to go to restaurants because we were like, oh my God, we're going to get off track. Like we had no friends, no nothing. And like the only way in a new city you're going to make friends, going out, trying new restaurants, trying new things. And like, that's where we've just found such peace with like our life. The last topic I have on here, I actually want to switch it up. But man, um, I have to say before I bring this up. I want to have you guys back on the podcast for sure, because you guys are really good in this. Um, there's there's a very important topic that we didn't get to discuss that I wanted to discuss. With what you just said, it's so common to get asked, I'm moving to a new city. Mm-hmm. How you make friends? And I literally, I would love to hear what y'all think of this. Um First, like, two or three years, I lived in Austin. I didn't have a lot. I had, like, some. Now, this is insane. No one's going to believe this except the people that have seen me do this. I leave my house around 6 a.m. for morning walk with Peyton. Every 100% of the people who I pass on the street who, like, 
aren't homeless, like strung out. The homeless people I say what's up to too, but like if they're already strung out, obviously you don't. I, I will say hello. I will look every single one of them in the eye, say hello, say what's up, send them good energy, like whatever. I'll strike up conversations at coffee shops with everybody. That's how you became Yeah. Like, that, that's literally that's how us. we yeah. became friends. Yeah. Um and like, dude, you know what really fucking pisses me off actually thinking of that? Um, there's this person shouldn't even give it attention because I don't know who it is. There's someone at Lyft that was talking about how like I'm constantly hitting on all the pretty girls at never. Lyft. I've never once hit on either of you. No. I've never once hit. I know I'm friendly yeah. and I'm like trying, I try to make everyone feel safe and cozy. And I know like when me and Thomas like train, it can definitely be like a little intimidating, but like I keep my headphones off. I keep a smile on my face to like, like, dude, I just want to be friends with literally everyone. And like, I, I don't know. I mean, there's, I'm friends with a lot of fucking people in that set. That's a little off topic. The best way to fucking make friends is you go say hi to everyone. Mm -hmm. What's up? Oh my gosh. Like I noticed this about you. Oh, I noticed this about you. Guys will hit me up asking like girls, like, dude, like, how do you talk to girls? Same way you talk to guys. I actually, you can practice talking to women through talking to men i love complimenting things i love compliments. men deserve more compliments people. from other men and dude and i've realized that's a struggle up. that like yes. men do like they just don't do it yes our yeah, guy don't. friend group is huge on that with each other yeah. like our guy friend group is probably what there's like 18 of us in our like group chat yeah half are guys they compliment each other all the time dude, we need and that's why they're that. all best friends yeah we need more of that yeah. when a guy compliments me it to be honest, yo, like it's a little bit harder than when a girl com uh, compliments that's me. That's how we. Like, that's how girls. the same thing. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, if a guy's like, you look pretty. I'm like, and but if a girl's like, your hair looks nice. I'm like, uh -huh. really? Uh -huh. like, you think my hair looks nice? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> on that topic, dude. No. On that topic, if you're a dude, like, just don't compliment a pretty girl for being pretty. Don't. Yeah. Don't no. the the physical like aspect. Just don't do it. It's there's I so also, many different ways to call, especially in the gym. Like, there's so many different ways you can be like you know, like compliment their lift, like yeah. say they're strong, be like, hey, yeah. like so many different ways that aren't just about how they look, but more yeah. so how they're performing and like yeah. maybe mentally, like there's so many other aspects to compliment. Someone. If she's pretty, she already knows that you need to. So, so actually the one pushback I have, um, I've never done this. I've told my guy friends, like, I think this is super fair game. If you're just like, if you're in this place of like downtown Austin mm -hmm. or like walk around, um, uh, Ladybird Lake, mm -hmm. and like, there's a cute girl coming your way. I think it's super fair to be like, "Hey, super long shot." I know. I just, I think you're really attractive. Like, is there a chance we may like meet up for a coffee? Yeah, because you're yeah. never gonna see them again. You're never going. But if they're like a regular at the gym, yeah, don't make it weird. Don't. Oh my god, don't make because also word spreads really fast. Yeah, yeah. Don't make it fucking weird. A hundred percent agree. But. What do you think about that? If a dude like approach you at the That's like fine. walking a lady, especially because it's like the same as the bars too. Like I'm probably never gonna see you again. Like yeah. obviously men have liquid co courage at the bar, so it's more likely there. But like ladybird, like hundred percent. Okay, I think it's and a bad place to meet someone at the bar. That's my very personal and like thirty year old opinion. Yeah. I guess when I was like mid twenties, it was way different. What were you gonna yeah, say? Yeah, I think people and like people might not want to hear this, and people are like girls are so superficial. Nah. You gotta be able to check the vibe. Is like is that someone like you need to be able to read a room because people are like, yeah, sometimes someone might go up to a girl and it's like, you know, that's not going to work and that's not a thing. And you need to be able to have good energy and read a room and know that you guys are on similar wavelengths because yeah. some people can't read a room. 
Oh man, I agree with that heavy. So to the scenario I just pointed out, hey bro, if she like didn't look your direction off, she doesn't know you're there, you're going to scare her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to scare her if you like get her What's attention. You when I'm at like, which time? At, at, at the park when we were walking which back to the car. Time. Oh no. At the park walking back to the car. When that oh. guy like chased you down, I was like, miss, miss. No, 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 no. Oh, well, I mean, I've had way too many situations in Austin, weird. Texas, where people come up and touch you. Uh-uh. Don't people do that. come up to you at a bar, put their arm around you. I I've had people standing on the sidewalk, someone come up and just grab my butt. I'm really sorry you had that experience. That no, it had it's the the ball <laughs> men have freaking and when I talk about they scare you like they don't like you are literally terrifying me <laughs> like yeah they literally like so just rule of thumb men don't freaking touch anyone do not well I've always said I wouldn't touch a girl anyone no. don't touch people yeah no. like I never see a girl and that I'm friends with even and just touch that yeah just don't fucking touch the same people. goes for women don't, don't grab my people. biceps at the fucking bar are you fucking kidding like yeah. that's so distasteful yeah. and like disgusting like yeah. maybe other people feel different there's that's like a violation I don't even care if you're hot yeah like don't not anymore people. you're not just don't touch it's really simple rule of thumb just don't touch people yeah, yeah. you guys are fucking awesome thank I really I, <laughs> I, I really I want to answer like your question though yeah you had a yeah. question uh, the meeting so, people. Yeah, the meeting the people. Meeting I do people. want to answer how, that because this. How do you think you should meet people in a new city? I was going to say, I think it's very important when you first move to a city, never say no to any type of invitation to anything. Obviously, on the safe side. Like, yeah. it's fucking something sketchy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Say no. But, <laughs> like, you want to do heroin with you for buddies example, under the bridge? <laughs> like, <the> yes. <laughs> <laughs> our friend group that we have like they we were at a pool one day randomly a pool that we've never been to or that we don't even live at and they were like hey do you want to come to this pregame we weren't drinking that whole month we were just like oh we're not really drinking this whole month but we didn't really have any friends so we said yes we went and you know what we're happy we said yes and we yeah. went because we made all of our friends mm-hmm. if we didn't have a good time we can fucking leave you're not stuck and forced to stay anywhere yeah. so as long as you just say yes to everything and go to it yeah I say like that's the best way to go about it. Yeah, like, we're don't still friends say no. with, all those, with those people till this day. Yeah. Like we, you really got to say. And I'm like very introverted and I'm very shy. Yeah. Um. Are so you? I, yes. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm better now, but yeah. I'm definitely very shy. This is my element, so I'm I'm yeah. cool with this. Like this is very much me, but I'm not the first person to. Hey, what's your name? Want to get you? not me, not me at all. It's me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, which is why like Sam's a good balance for me because yeah. like, she's. I'm more running that. around like a freaking crazy person. That's yeah. just literally never been me. I just can't do it. But just like even so, even for me, things are out of my comfort zone. Like it could be very easy for me to be like, oh, you really want to go to that? Like I don't know, we shouldn't go. But it's like just freaking go. Yeah, on the other side of that discomfort, every single time there's some sort of reward that you get from it. Yeah, like, every single time. And especially, um, I said this to a friend last night, I was at a birthday dinner and I was like, you know what? I love going to a restaurant and not really liking the food much as, as much as I like going to a restaurant and liking the food. Cause like now I know I never need to come back. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you go say yes to something, you don't love the time. Well, you can check it off the list. Yeah. Like now it's, no, there's no what ifs you have an answer and you move forward, mm-hmm. you know, with that answer. Um, I think those are really good points. I think people get into a new city and like kind of get in their heads. Like I think you guys did that a little bit. I definitely did it, especially in like Austin, Texas. Like, wow, this place is intimidating. But now what's funny is like we've like pulled off the veil and it's like, nah, like this place is my zombie Yeah, ground. everyone <laughs> is very open here. Like you can go to Zilker Park and if you see people like playing with the volleyball, you can be like, hey, can I join? And, and they'll let you hop in yeah. like, and you could be friends with those people for yeah. 
the rest of your life. It and so it's, rare it's to very have the negative interaction here. It's very easy to just make like meet up with people and make friends. Like a girl stopped me at the bar the other day and was like, "You look really cool. Like, can I get your number? We should hang out." I love like, that. And it's just okay. Like, and it's just like now I have her. Like, yeah. even if it's not people you're friends with, but now we go out and we recognize. Yeah. Like the whole room is people I know yep. of yep. and can say hello to. And I've seen at the gym, I've seen here, I've seen there. Mm. And even if they're not my close friends, you just have familiar faces. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say that's another thing too is like be okay with having surf surface level friends because people always shit on having surface level friends. Like you don't have deep connections with these people, but it's at the end of the day, normalize having surface level friends because that's how you're going to end up finding more friends through mutual people that you know. Mm -hmm. And then that's when you're going to find those deep level friendships. Like mm -hmm. I have so many sur surface level friendships. Yeah. And it's totally okay to have that. A hundred percent. You know what? That's a good point. People are like searching for like their next best friend. Like it, you don't need to have. Yeah. Like my circle's small yeah. with the people that I care, like care about to the point where like, you know, like I value their opinion. Like, yeah. like I value Sam's opinion of me. I have like, we have maybe, I can maybe count on one hand the people who I truly, truly, truly value in my life. And I think if you're letting 30 people influence you, then yeah, you got a problem. I agree. If you're letting all these people influence your life. But if you have your your solid people, yeah, so what on Saturday, you go to a big house party with people you know there and yeah. you have a good time and you catch up and then you go oh, home. Oh no, I had a good time. <laughs> yeah, and, and people are very just like, you're hanging around with people. Like, I don't know, surface level friends are, it's fun to just chit chat and get out there. It's 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 like building blocks. It's yeah, literally you never know who you're having friends is the same as like networking through like Agreed. work. Agreed. Like having those people that you have connects with and then like who knows like especially like like we were just in a situation like one of our friends works at a podcast agency yes. and it's just like that's sick. That's a surface level friend that's gonna that's maybe a connection help us. like yeah. you never know who you're you're meeting not that they're going to be this next big billionaire that's gonna yeah. like change your life but you never know who oh you work with so and so that's crazy i was trying to get in contact with them you never know who you're meeting it's yeah. worth it to just that's a people. really good point through the friendships i've made in the network that i have i don't know him directly but i'm like really close to like joe rogan now that i'm like trying to get to know him but some of my good friends are some of like people in his circle and i'm like yeah you're talking about like getting to the next billionaire or whatever like it's not like i need that it's not like i want that would it be cool to be friends with joe yeah, sure, probably. I'm not sure how well we would get along, but like, I mean, it'd be cool to fucking like meet him and stuff. Oh, yeah. But like, there's networking opportunities. All of my current business partners I met through just networking around Alston. Mm -hmm. Every person I'm currently, that I currently have a financial interest with, like, that's a huge, huge deal. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you never know like what people are going to bring into your life um, and, and, and you know, how they're going to impact you. So keep an open mind. You guys, I, I think you guys are absolutely phenomenal. Um, where can they find you on Instagram, Sam? Sam.Taylor, but there's two S's and two T's. That's just looking the show. Notes. I know. Yeah, just looking the show. Taylor Olson, two T's at the front. And then our podcast is One Thing About Us. Yeah, look, our name Dude, is Taken, okay? Oh, we're there. Like, I we're wish. Taken. Because we started social media and my yeah. thing was fucking Sam Taylor underscore fitness. Of course Taylor. it I was. Got, I got rid of that fitness <laughs> shit and now I'm just Sam Taylor. If I could change one thing about my younger self, I'd be like, don't make that your goddamn yeah. username. I was Jamie Haley fit for a really long time. Yeah. So. But I was doing it before it was cool. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, but we are um, one thing about us podcast anywhere you've listened. To yeah, podcasts. check it out. It's definitely funny. I I listened to an episode shortly after we like became friends at the gym, and I was like, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed that. Well, you guys, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having us. Um, yeah, you you guys will definitely be back on soon. Let's grab a drink this weekend. Hell yeah. I would love it. All right, you guys know what to do. Share us, leave us five-star reviews, and make sure to come back next time. Check out the girls. We'll see you guys soon. Peace.